the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. Hi and welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast. It's a new week, a new month and we're here with a brand new episode with in-depth breakdowns of the latest gaming news, releases and general happenings. I'm your host Jessica and I'm joined by games reviewer Craig and as we teased in previous episodes, fellow gamer and long-time friend Andy. Would you like to tell our lovely listeners a bit more about yourself, Andy? Sure, I'm finally here. <laughs> From illness to health now. Uh, I'm also an avid gamer. Uh, I've known Craig since I was like four years old. Um, so for our sons. For our sons. You weren't playing games at four years old though, were you? Aye, um, we were on the NES. Pretty much. Duck Hunt. <laughs> Duck Hunt and <laughs> Super Mario. Until you left it on all weekend because you couldn't save in the NES and it blew up. <laughs> Remember that? We went to Aaron for a full weekend and I just slyly left it on pause. I know, he just left it. <laughs> and he came back and it was black. My mum was fucking raging. No wonder we could have set the house on fire. I know. I wasn't even losing that save, but... That was so dodgy. But did you break the console? Aye. It blew up because it was overheated. Oh, God. That's the thing. Aye, it was like... Because you couldn't save on the NES. It was a Friday. We were going to Aaron to Veronica's for the weekend and... I'd got pretty far, like, and I was like, right, well, I'm not losing this. I don't want to lose my progress. So I just turned the TV off but left the console and went, aye, it'll be fine. And then we came back and, oh, my God. The cartridge had melted into it in the maze. <laughs> 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 get it I was going to say, Andy, though, um, episode five, you're late. Uh, just have been waiting here for five fucking weeks for you. Oh, I'm here now, so <laughs> good things come to those who wait. That's true. So last week we discussed our plans to merge together VDZ Media and Pure Dead Gaming because let's face it, it's a better name that I came up with. And you've been working away in the background making changes, haven't you, Craig? Uh, yeah, bit by bit. If you go onto the website, uh, most of it's changed over, but there's still bits that I've still to get to. I think the YouTube channel's still to be changed over, but we're getting there slowly but surely. That's a much better name. Yeah. It couldn't be much worse, to be I mean, fair. Even, even I forget sometimes what your name was, like VDZ something, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I get confused sometimes. I, you you know just get confused in life. I, I know. Doesn't it take a lot? <laughs> um, I've revamped the Instagram as well, so please go and give us a follow over, follow over there if Instagram's your thing, at Pure Dead Gaming. Instagram's probably my preferred platform, whereas your work, Twitter, Craig, aren't you? What about you? I'm Twitter. Yeah. I like Instagram as well, though. I don't. Po- uh, I probably post more on Instagram than I do on Twitter, though. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of just like, having a picture and a little bit of description. Yeah, that's my thing as well. I see. I'm not very artistic, but I'm great at talking shit. So <laughs> Twitter's more for me. Okay. Also, on last week's episode, we predicted what we thought the Metacritic score for the medium would be. I chose 72 and Craig chose 77. It currently sits at 71 on Xbox and 76 on PC. So we were both pretty close. Yeah, both went off. Uh, obviously, we'll get to this a wee bit later on, but I'd say that's kind of on the ballpark from what we played. It seemed quite good. Um, but I will leave that to the what we're playing section. Mm-hmm. And the last thing to note on last week's episode is that we are still no further forward in our quest to get Twisted Cheese Dough Balls back on the Domino's mm. menu. <laughs> there is a new branch, is that what you'd call it? A new store opening soon near us? Oh, that one the other day. Is it open? Uh, 75% off your first order. Okay, but will there be Dough Balls, Craig? Well, 
I swear to you, I'm, I'm going to mention this to you before we started, but see earlier on today, the fuckers had the cheek to send me a text message, that two for Tuesday thing. Mm. I've boycotted these fuckers. And they're like, oh, <laughs> try to tempt me in one extra pizza. I don't want your fucking pizza. I want a cheese dough ball. And also, I'd like to bring up Andy... Is this going to be an issue? We're trying to start a war with Domino's and you don't like cheese. Yeah, I've got no vested interest in this at all. <laughs> I, I don't like cheese. And I, you know what Lisa said to me? Uh, Lisa's my life partner. <laughs> she said to me the night, because I was telling her about the podcast, and she said, you know, people aren't going to trust you when you tell them you don't like cheese. And That's like, true. What the fuck? I don't like cheese. And people try and force it upon me. I remember I came around here one night to watch the... Champions League final and you made burgers and you put cheese on it <laughs> and I was like oh god I've got to eat this now see to be fair you get halfway through the first burger talking about how great it was before you noticed that there was cheese in it but then, so, when I, but then you see my face when I knew and I was a bit gagging it's like when I know there's cheese it's I don't know what it is it just mings me out it's uh, fucking horrible well my concern is that Domino's hear this and they out us because this was not over Dough, it's a bit of dough. Aye, it's like they get the dough and they put cheese in it and garlic and they wrap it up and it's it's like a wee a ball of fat. It's a ball of fat. Oh my god, each one must be about three hundred calories. Oh it's a god. heart attack in a box, but it's good. Jesus, we tried their cookies. Yeah. They're about four hundred calories a cookie. Like I mean, I don't, I, I can't really go. I go to. Ah, you won't really go I to like Domino's, are you? No, really. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> are, are you getting that doesn't have cheese in it? They don't no. have a lot. They don't have a lot for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's not a lot going on in Domino's that I can eat. Um, <laughs> but I like, I like pizza though. I like the idea of pizza. I right. like the look of pizza. I like the taste of pizza just without cheese. Right. So, so you just not the main ingredient. The main, the main, the main part. <laughs> so I go, I go to Asda and get it made up. With like barbecue sauce, and I'm, here's another thing people You're are going to pe- people are going to hate this as well. I like pineapple on my pizza. Oh, I like, I'm with you on that. I'm a pineapple I, pizza. I've person. heard a lot that people like pizza people don't like pineapple, no, yeah. but I'm like I love pineapple, so I get it with pineapple, peppers, ham, and chicken, but just barbecue sauce on it, I and I get more barbecue sauce. To than be fair, that sounds quite nice, that but. Is. It's not a pizza if it doesn't have cheese on it. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I did go to Domino's once and try and get a pizza because they do barbecue sauce as well. Mm-hmm. Ah, and that's I said, I, I said to the guy, can I get it without cheese? And he looked at me as if, as if I was a fucking alien. You know what I mean? He looked right. at me. And then, the way I'm looking at you. And then, and then I looked at the till and then because obviously they work with dough, the till's all like, kind of messed up. Like It's got like, dough in every button. Apart from the button that says no cheese, which is perfectly clean. I never knew this button worked, mate. <laughs> this, this is the button that nobody uses. <laughs> no cheese. God almighty. See, this is what Lisa has to put up with. Do you know what I mean? 32 years I've fucking dealt with this nonsense. Uh-huh. Although, I would say, and I, I probably mentioned this to you before, but Castles... Doesn't he, like chips? He does now. He does now. I always found that weird. That I, I, like could, I, wouldn't, I would not be friends with him if he still didn't like chips. Yeah, but when weird. we were young, he wouldn't eat chips. Which is literally against my religion. I mean, everybody likes chips. Everybody. I mean, you can even have a go at that and you don't like cheese. Really? Have you ever sampled chips and cheese? No. No. Oh, Christ. <laughs> I mean, Lisa will make me get, like, from, from places like chips, cheese and curry sauce or gravy. Mm. And I just... That just Mings me out, but it just ruins the chips. Disgusting. Unbelievable. 
Okay, so let's move on from the cheese chat. What else has been happening this week? It was the great Royal Rumble on Sunday, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Uh, I've not seen it, but I know you sort of skipped through it, didn't you? I don't know what happened right enough, so we can have a brief discussion on it, but you did watch uh, it on the Monday. I watched a couple of the matches, and there were some matches that just didn't interest me one bit. Um, but I watched the very first match that opened up with was the WWF Championship match with Drew McIntyre and Goldberg, and it was exactly... I know, I do, I do like it. See, every time they announce he's from Air Scotland, I'm always like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we chubby. Uh, it's, like, it's just like weird that he's in WWE and he's from uh, Air, you know what I mean? It's so strange. Um, but it was exactly what you would expect. There was no wrestling, it was all finishing moves, uh, and it lasted two and a half minutes. You know what I mean? Typical Goldberg match. Um, shocking. And he's got another two years in his contract, and he's got another, he's got another, uh, like, He's got another match this year, so God knows when that will be. Probably at WrestleMania doing something, stealing a title off some guy. You know what I mean? Ah, you would think. So. Do you know? See what I, one of the things that I found interesting, right? Like, obviously, I didn't watch it, but on on the Monday, I listened to a podcast that basically recapped the whole thing. And uh, before they gave the results, they ran down all the matches, like what was happening that night. And I stopped it for a second, and I thought about what might happen in each match, mm-hmm. and like. I, don't, I literally haven't watched WWE for nine months. And you predict it all? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Aye. I was like... That's the thing that is predictable these days. Aye. Yes. I, I was like, right, guaranteed in the men's match, the men's rumble match, they won't put somebody new over because God for fucking bid, they try and make a new star. And then, oh, Edge has won it. Great. I've got nothing against Edge, but fuck's sake, what age is he? I don't know. And he came in at number one. Aye, but I heard he basically lay in the mat for the whole fucking thing. Aye. Because he's fucked. I mean, fair, no, no offence to him. I mean, I'm 36, and if I entered a Royal Rumble match, I wouldn't last 15 seconds. But, like, it's just, I'm not a fucking, I'm not a professional fucking athlete. And, like, I read another thing. It was on, I think this was on Twitter. And, I, obviously, there's been, what, how many? 30, 88 was the first rumble, so 88, 98, 08, 18. This is what the 33rd rumble. Mm-hmm. This is this was the oldest Royal Rumble. Like, see if you added all together all the people's ages. Oh, was the, the average aye, age? Aye. Oh, like, aye. There was only two guys in this Royal Rumble under the age of 30. Christ. And the second oldest Royal Rumble was last year. I didn't know this, but then you look at it, like, I'm, I was, when I was listening to that podcast, they ran through one by one everyone that came out and I'm like fucking every one of these fucking guys has been here for 15 years and it's just the same fucking shit all the time and then as well I read something that said basically like so there's 30 guys mm-hmm. about like 14 or 15 of them were ex WWE champions or like heavyweight champions because everybody's fucking had a ton I know but you would expect like if half of them it's like the town slapper. You knew like half of them weren't going to win it. Like so, there's nah. Sheamus, there's Dolph Ziggler, who have all held like titles, but you know they're nowhere near going to get anywhere near the the finish of it. It's bad. It's, stuff. Pre- it's quite predictable when you see it because I knew like when Edge came out number one and Randy Orton came out number two, and you knew what they were doing because they had that feud before they got nah. injured. So they're obviously going down the route of well, they're going to be at each other the whole rumble, and then. Edge took uh, Randy Orton outside and basically injured his leg. And they'd done that thing where he lays outside 
fucking for like that. half an hour of the rumble Aye. without getting back in the Vince McMahon spot and then that you do that thing at the end what they've done a lot of times now in the rumble where like you think the guys won Aye. and then the guy sli- Randy slides in the bottom in fact, I'll tell you something. When was the last time that, and maybe this has happened in the last nine months, but when was the last time that didn't happen in a battle royal? Yeah. Every fucking time. There's no originality about that. No, it's fucking brutal. Sooner, the sooner Vince fucks off, the better. Then I'll start watching again. Anyway, I suppose that's enough for this. And this is a gaming podcast. I'm going to end up getting wound up because he's such a fucking prick. <laughs> what are we on to now, Jess? So, there was some interesting chat about games. Game Spot, no, Game Stop Stock. That's quite hard to say, isn't it? Game Stop Stock. Aye, it's not the easiest. To the point where there was twister. To the point where there was actual games websites were reporting it as Game Spot instead of Game Stop. Uh, Game Stop. Oh, <laughs> like because they just the whole th- basically the games industry this week had to learn about stocks, which was not their forte. And as you can probably tell so far, it's not fucking ours either. Um, I just it's not in the news because I don't know enough about it but you couldn't really not mention it basically from what I can tell there was folk on Reddit got hold of some information that there was guys who were purposely trying to short the stock which is basically putting a bet on the stock to fail Mm -hmm. which obviously if GameStop's stock failed people could lose their jobs like they own game over here as well Um, so they were trying to make a bet on that failing and they were basically pushing it to fail. So basically a whole bunch of people on Reddit banded together, bought stock, which increased the stock price by like 500% and made, there was like some hedge fund that basically lost their entire money, like yeah. millions and millions of pounds, which is hilarious. Like, I think that's oh, because of, some guy on Reddit thought it was easy. Aye, somebody was trying to be wide about it and was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to do this. So then a bunch of folk got together and went, oh, you fuck me. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, like I say, we don't know enough about it. I, or I certainly don't. If you do, feel well, free to well, chime in. Wall Street's complaining that this isn't fair, but this is what they do every day to other mm-hmm. businesses. Aye, exactly. Like, basically, so, at one point, because people were big, basically big spenders were losing so much money, they, they turned off the stock. They stopped the stock market to stop people losing money, which is, I mean, it's, I'm sure in some way it is, a, it is legal, but it seems like completely fucking corrupt because the little guy was starting to make a bit of money. They basically shut the stock and basically went, no, no, not having that. There's good and bad though because, I mean, the good bit is you think that a lot of people in Wall Street are quite dodgy and corrupt and money grabbing. So the fact that they're losing out money, you don't really care about people like that. Oh no, that's great. But the fact is, these hedge funds in America, like a lot of these hedge funds, manage people's pensions Aye. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Which isn't they good? You know what I mean? Because that's where the money is going. Aye. So you might find that a lot of people maybe lose their pensions or their pensions go down because the, the hedge funds went bankrupt. Nah, it's, never, it's like never the actual assholes that get exactly. that, that so, get their ass felt over this, is it? There's always, there's always somebody that suffers. Okay, so as always, we like to discuss what games we've been playing in the last week. Craig, do you want to kick things off and oh, share I wonder, with us? I wonder what you've been playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, as everyone probably knows by now, I'm a master assassin. <sighs> uh, I've been playing more Hitman. I've actually finished Hitman 3 now. Platinum? No, God no. I'm going to get the platinum, but 
to get the platinum on each level, you have to hit mastery level 20, which takes oh my God. 15, 20 hours. So you're not a master assassin? No, right. I'm a master assassin. You want to see some of the kills I've pulled off. Is it my, is master assassin the be all end all? I thought it was silent assassin. That was the... I just made up master assassin. It's just a nickname I gave myself. Feel free to call me it. Feel free to call me at any time. Yeah. Change change my name on your phone and that, you know? Mm-hmm. Since you can't remember VDZE. Right? <laughs> Master Assassin will do. I'm just putting his Mr. Master Assassin. <laughs> uh, but no, Hitman 3 is fucking excellent. It's really, really good. Um, one slight, not negative, but it's Hitman 3 has some of the best levels ever in a Hitman game. But I would say... The second level, the Dartmoor, which is like ah, a mother mystery, mm-hmm. it's probably the best level, which, I mean, for the structure of the story, that's the way it had to be, but I don't know. Like, see, when the, the best levels, the second out of six, mm. like, you're sort of waiting for it to hit that height again, and, and it, it doesn't. It didn't, and the last level isn't great, like... I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. But I mean, basically, you know what Hitman's like. It's all about choice, doing things in a certain way. And the last level is basically like shooting down a corridor for ten minutes. So like, it's it's not like Hitman. I mean, it's it's more story based, but it almost feels like it's actually five levels. And then does it wrap up the story? This one, aye, aye, it does. Aye, it's got two endings. There's a secret ending as well. Right. But aye. So it's it's worth maybe like. Watching a wee recap like on YouTube or something with the story because I don't remember a lot of it. To be does. I mean, I watched them all and played them Aye. both, but I couldn't tell you what the story actually is. No, I don't think many people could. To be fair, because you're you're constantly just sort of going, "Aye, this is great," but can I get into the next level? Yeah. So I I'll maybe go back and watch all the cutscenes again just to just to get an idea of what's like because there was bits like I followed the story in Hitman Three and. I sort of picked up where I left off, but there's bits I didn't really remember. So there was characters mm. sort of coming in and I was like, oh, what's their what significance again? And I couldn't quite remember, which was a wee bit annoying. But I mean, certainly in terms of level design and stuff like that, it's fucking brilliant. It really is. Like, I'm going to have a proper review. I'll do a written review later this week. I was hoping to have it ready for today, but I'm a bit busy. So Is um, it it's IO Interactive in it? Aye, is that the developer? Aye. They're a good developer. Aye. They're doing 007 next. I've seen that, you know? Aye, and it's not based on any of the 007s before, it's like a new... Aye, it's just going to be their own thing. Which is quite cool, because then they can just do what they want with it. Aye, which it'll is be interesting better. to see. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird though, because like, I think they could use some of the stuff from Hitman, because like, obviously in Bond there is some stealth and sneaking about and stuff uh-huh. like that, but they'll have to have a lot more action in it. Oh, definitely. Like, you know what Hitman's like? Like, it's really good when you're playing a stealth, but see, if you wanted to play Hitman as, like, a third-person shooter, you just get fucking mauled in two minutes. So they're going to have to make it more, I don't know, run and gun as well. I don't know how they're going to do that, but mm-hmm. interesting. Be interesting to see if they're going to do third-person or first-person. Aye, aye. Because a lot of the Bond games have been first-person. Aye. That's generally what you get with, with Bond. See, I really, a lot of people didn't like them. I really liked those games in like the PlayStation 3, 360. Oh, I did, I did as well. Aye. Aye. There was a lot Aye. of folk fucking hated like Quantum of Solace and stuff. Like that. I thought it was quite good. I thought they were all right. I liked it. I really for a playthrough. Aye, I mean, they were short and you were done with them in four hours or something like that, but I had a good laugh with it. I quite liked it. Okay, what else have you been playing? Uh, I played probably about half an hour of The Medium, which is the new Xbox exclusive horror game from Bloober Team. 
it seems pretty good. Like I, I maybe seventy seven and Metacritic sounds about right. It's as I say, it's a horror game. It's quite it's a bit of a kind of old school vibe to it. Like it feels a little bit like old school kind of Resident Evil or Silent Hill. Like it's got like fixed camera angles so that when you go through doors, it then switches camera. So it's quite good for like there hasn't been any jump scares yet, but it seems like it would be quite good for jump scares. The sort of the hook of it is that it's happening in two realities at the one time. So like they, it almost splits the screen in two, and in one half it's like you're in like a normal office, and then in the other half it looks like hell or something like that, and it looks completely different. What? But you move around both realities at the same time. That's weird. I I don't know. Maybe it'll grow on me. But so far, like when it when it did that and split into the two screens, I was like, ah, oh, that that's not what I wanted. I was quite enjoying it the way it was before. Mm. So I'm a bit worried because that is basically what the game's supposed to be. I don't like that kind of split no. screen because I I meant that game the way a way out. Is that what it's called? The aye, prison. Aye. And I mean, me and you played it for like half an hour, and then I was like a bit like. I don't. I just can't even deal with a split screen. Shite. You know what I mean? It was uh, annoying. Games I, never run as well in split screen. No, and I, I wish I could just play that game because it seems like quite a cool game and a cool concept. Oh, I mean, we ended up playing through it. Me and Jess, and I, I loved it. Yeah, it's the, cool. The but, story seemed quite cool, but uh, I just didn't get further than I was right, playing uh, a little bit of it. I just. I think with the medium, like it's hard to kind of concentrate and watch what's happening on both at the same time, like. Uh, you I'm can only really focus on one, so it's as much as it's the same thing happening. Like you, I don't know whether you're missing out because you're not fully looking at both. Does that make sense? Aye, but I think as it goes on, you have to be looking at both mm. because basically, I think there'll be things happening in one screen that you have to like maybe avoid or I, I don't really know. I've not like I said, I've not played enough, but it seems like I don't know. You have to like you're maybe navigating stuff in one screen and then like you don't you can't move forward but you notice in the other screen that it's because there's something that's stopping you. Uh-huh. So you're having to go back and forth between the two and I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll work but it, it seems like, I don't know, I would say my, I'm, I'm yet to be convinced. And is it a timed exclusive for Xbox or is it a proper exclusive all the way? They haven't said but it will be timed because the, right. the, the same team did Blair Witch and it was exclusive to Xbox I think it was six months or four months so I think this will be the same deal they've obviously before it came out and roundabout launched they're not going to say fuck all because they've got a deal with Xbox they don't want to be saying to people aye if you've got a Playstation just hang fire six months and we'll sort you out Mm -hmm. so I think they're probably hoping it will sell some Xboxes if they could get their hands in one Um, so I'd imagine in the next month or two they'll probably announce that it's coming to PlayStation, but I imagine pretty much the exact blueprint they did with Blair Witch. It's definitely this is definitely a better game than Blair Witch. That was born the shit. Honestly, just wandering about the woods, fucking murder. Movie, movie tying games don't really generally do very well, though, do they? No, it looked good in a trailer. That's the thing. Like I remember the trailer coming, I was like, "This looks creepy as fuck." But then you were just in the woods, walking about, and you you're constantly just going. Am I even walking the right direction? I don't know. <laughs> just mm-hmm. fed up and just put it off. But uh, aye, that's that's all I've been playing. What about you, Andy? Uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and it's okay. absolutely massive as usual. Aye. It's quite daunting sometimes when you kind of like open up the map and you realise like you're in the first part, and it's fucking massive. There's just aye. like dots and little like lights everywhere. Like for you to, and I'm one of those 
kind of people that needs to get them all. You I'm the same, mean? obviously for trophies and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, because and I like to kind of build up my guy, so my guy's quite overpowered. Like, well, not overpowered, but like I like him to have decent kit and like, get the upgrades. Um, but the story, the story seems a lot better this time. I think the story is quite engaging, and it seems like the characters are a lot better drawn out. Cool. Um, they're more kind of. Uh, distinguishable between each other, I think. Right. This time round, the st- I don't know what it is, but the story just seems a bit different. I don't Aye. know if it's because it's set in like the Viking times and it's just um, appeals to you more. It's mostly kind of like set in England, which is quite cool. Um, but the com- the combat as well. I mean, I know you struggled with the controls you were saying at first because they've kind of changed it about a little bit. Um, but I find the combat really, really good. The only thing that's annoying. Is the skill tree, because the skill tree is It's like you, you can't really like unlock all the moves that you want because like it's very incremental. So like you would go, well, I can't unlock this until I unlock that. Aye, and, and, and you're like, unlocking like one point two percent armor and exactly, stuff like that. Exactly. Oh, you'll be like one point two added to your melee strikes or like your soft strikes and your hard strikes and stuff like that. I didn't, I didn't like that at all. No, it's, it's like a, it's like a star like a alignment, constellation. a constellation. That's aye. it. Aye. But you can't like choose whatever you want. You've got to like kind of click in a in a kind of grid. Aye. Almost like a it almost looks like a subway system, and it's like the wee train goes along and just goes boop boop to that one, to that one, to that one, to that aye. one, and then you've kind of got a wee bit of choice. But it's that's why I think you've got to stick with it because it takes a lot longer for the the gameplay to open up. Yeah. Because you don't get to unlock all these moves at first. Whereas aye, when you start on, aye, when you start unlocking them it becomes a lot better. Um and the game just looks amazing as usual. I mean aye, they, they always make good games. Um sometimes I've just kinda of like stopped and looked at the sky and stuff like that because it's aye. just like the sun's going down or something like that, it just looks awesome. You know what I mean? You just stop for a wee minute. But it's a good game. Do you think off the back of playing that you could also call yourself a master assassin? I don't think so because I'm not very good at the stealth. There's only one master assassin around here. I try and do the stealth, but then I usually get I usually get seen, and that's that's when I dish out the heavy strikes. See, that's the thing though. I like I spoke to quite a few people that said, "Oh, this is the best one for stealth in years." But I've played about fifteen hours of it, and to me, the stealth is almost non-existent so far. Like yeah. I tried to, I went to like a camp and I was trying to be stealthy, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, do you want to start a raid?" I'm like, ah, "No, I want to sneak around and fucking kill everyone silently." But you had to start you a had raid, to start a and raid. then all of a sudden, fifteen other guys behind you start come bulldozing in, yeah. and I'm like, "I don't want this. It's Assassin's Creed." Like I, I think it's really good so far, but like you say, like that constellation thing that did annoy me because at one point I think at first I didn't really understand it mm-hmm. and I started like adding points fucking here there and everywhere yeah. and uh, I got to a point where I was like right I've been a bit scattershot here maybe I'll do it again so I did the thing where you can which like you can, which is good. unassign mm-hmm. all the points mm-hmm. which in theory th- sounds like a good thing aye. but then it dumped like 40 points back on me and it took about 25 minutes to sit and go because you've got to redo the whole fucking thing so, I I almost think it was better when it was just like, oh, you've got, here's sixteen upgrades, and you just you know which one I'm dead, you chose which one you wanted, and you went that way. But I mean, 
everyone says that it's it's the best one in years. So that is good. That is good. I, I, I really I need to get back to it. I definitely need to get back to it. What you say about it being too big though is completely right. Like I'm massive. I'm fucking sick of this. See every open world game having to be bigger than the last one. I would, like, I'd prefer it to be smaller, more dense and aye, full of stuff. Exactly. Like, same way like, if like, GTA like, 6 ever comes out, aye. I'm sure it will one day. Aye. But they don't need to make it as big as no. something like San Andreas. San Andreas was massive, mind. Aye. But it was, I would rather it was half the size, but you could go inside aye. every building. Exactly. You, know, like, you could go and actually aye. do stuff in all the buildings and go stuff and go like that. Go to the burger place again. I was thinking the strip club, but I. <laughs> because <laughs> you could make yourself fatter or muscular than yeah. Sanders, couldn't you? That's right. Aye. 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 No, I totally agree. Like in that it's Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like that basically that area you're in, is it Norway you start? Uh, Norway's where you start, Aye. which is even quite big itself. Well that's what I was gonna say. Like see to me, see that map for Norway? That mm. was big enough. Yeah. That was big enough for the fucking game, and then you find out that that's only the bit you play before the fucking intro scene comes yeah, up. That's like the prologue. It's, o- yeah. it's only when you go to England that the fucking title screen comes know, up. Okay. And I'm like, I, I know. How long did this take? I've been playing it ten hours or something, <laughs> and then the the title come up, and I was like, what the hell? Fuck's sake, man. Um, aye, so you've been playing it now, so just just Valhalla, really? Well, I've been playing Valhalla mostly because I don't like to jump about different games. Um, but I did get uh, Miles Morales from Boomerang Rentals yesterday, cool. so I've given that a little go. Um, and I know it's not like a massive game, so I'm kind of like flipping between Valhalla and that just now. Huh? Uh, it seems quite the same as Spider Man, to be quite honest. That is more, but yeah. Spider Man was pretty awesome. Aye. So more of that is pretty decent. Aye. When when I played it, I actually thought like once you get further into it, I think it's probably a bit better to be honest because it like although Spider Man was excellent, it does cut out a bit. Of the there was a bit of nonsense in it, you know what I mean? That you were like, oh, like see all the uh, crimes and stuff you had, like you had to do, and there was fucking millions of them. There's less of that, mm-hmm. and it's more focused because it's kind of shorter. Yeah. Plus, I kind of prefer Miles Morales to be honest. Yeah, they, they've changed Peter Parker's face as well, haven't they? I don't know. Which is weird. I don't know. They had some weird explanation where they said it was it worked better with the new system or whatever, the new engine. But basically, I think probably the guy asked for more money and they were like, uh, up you, mate. Could be. Uh, hi. Um, cool. So, Jess, you've been playing some stuff as well? Yeah, I mean, other than helping our darling son with the odd level of Spyro or Crash Bandicoot when he gets stuck. Um, I'm not, not played an awful lot, but... Um, Destruction All-Stars came out today, so I've of course gave that a bash. Uh, it was originally scheduled as a day one PS5 launch exclusive, but Lucid Games pushed it back to February for a planned debut as a PlayStation Plus game, so you can get it for free for anyone who has PlayStation Plus. I definitely think they've done the right thing to give it the kind of best possible chance to succeed. For anyone who's not had a glimpse of it yet, it's kind of a mix between like Demolition Derby and then like a fighting game. You can pick from 16 different characters and players basically battle it out solo or in teams. I know you've had a, a shot as well, haven't you? It's... I, I got a bit of a shot after I came back from work, although it was promptly stolen back off me by yourself and then yeah. Nathan. But uh, the small amount I played, I thought it was actually pretty good. And I usually really don't like online games, but I was doing okay at it. I came third one time. I think I played three games and one of the games I came third. So if I'm doing well, I'll enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, essentially, you're just smashing into other cars, pretty much, trying to wreck them and 
score points. There's a few different modes, but she's not played all of them yet. There's one that's called Gridfall, which kind of reminded me of like the Fall Guys level, where the floors like fall away from you. Right. Um. So that kind of same sort of idea happens on the the area that you're in. And from what Loose Games have said, that they've got more cool stuff coming in the first couple of months is really just to let people play and get into the game, and then they're gonna like listen to feedback and progress from there. But obviously, it is playstation 5 exclusive so for anyone who's not yet got their hands on a playstation 5 probably gonna miss out but yeah it sounds like the studio kind of wants to take inspiration from the likes of all guys which we kind of spoke about before about how good they are with their kind of pr and they've struck a really good balance when it comes to responding to player feedback while supplying sort of pre-planned updates as well right no it definitely seems pretty good like i think i'll play more of it you sort of described it a lot better than than I certainly could, but I, I enjoyed what I played. I think I'll definitely play some more. I, I'm, I can't imagine I'll play it long term just because I don't ever play an online game for any amount of time. Like, I sort of, if I can, maybe jump on the first couple of days and you sort of do okay and you're like, ah, this is pretty good. And then inherently, after like three days, all the wee fucking Twitch wankers get good at it to the point where you're just getting mauled online and then it just stops becoming fun it's like the same thing with Call of Duty the first couple of days you can do okay and then they just start taking you out and yeah if, point, you, if you like kind of enter that game later on after it's been out it's really hard to get, fun. get no chance yeah. Yeah. like I, I can sometimes have fun at it for a couple of days at launch and then inevitably like all the guys that are good at it they've obviously got ways where they figure out all the maps and then they're sniping you for halfway across the map before you, as soon as you spawn, and you're but just like, no all fun. the gear. So, look, see, because I've got, I'm sure you've got these as well, like surround sound headphones. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. So, if you play Call of Duty with those on, you, you've got like a slight advantage because you can literally Aye. hear footsteps and they do it so that you can hear is it coming from behind? Is it coming Aye. from left or right? So, you could get, you've almost got like a split second over somebody who doesn't have surround sound headphones. Aye. So, like for Twitch shooters, Aye. It's that's kind of like if people have got all the gear, it's it's so much easier for them. See, to be fair as well, like I'm not terrible at games, but like I'm not amazing at them, so I can't compete. With, like after a couple of weeks, it tends to be the only people that stick with like an online game are the folk that are actually doing really well at it. And mm, I'm the hardcore I'm, folk. I I'm never in that in that <laughs> pool of players. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to news, I think we'll kick things off with this month's PlayStation Plus games. It's been announced and they're pretty good. So the following games are free for you to redeem and keep as long as you have active subscription to PlayStation Plus. So as we mentioned, Destruction All-Stars, Control Ultimate Edition, that's on PS5 and PS4, and Concrete Genie, which is on PS4 as well. Aye, it's a pretty good month. I would say, I usually mention this on Twitter, but even for instance, if you have a PlayStation 4 but not a PlayStation 5 yet, if you go, if you log into the store online, you can still redeem the PlayStation 5 games so that if at any point you do upgrade, those games will be in your library so you don't have to miss out on them. Uh, so it's worth just going on redeeming them every month, even if it's a game where you're like, I don't think I'll ever play this. Like, you never know. Like, something might change, you might yeah. want it, so don't miss out on it. It's... it's you may as well get these games when you can. When you get the DLC with it as well, so that's like reason alone for me because I just played, I played the the single player campaign, but I didn't. I don't know anything about the DLC, the two DLC packs, mm-hmm. which obviously come with this version. 
So I'll probably I don't know if I'll I don't know if I have to play the full game again. Or I can I maybe know. just play the DLC bits. I think I think it'll just it's probably just a launcher in the like uh, either new game or DLC. I don't, I don't really want to play the full game again to be honest with you because it wasn't too long ago that I played it. Aye, but I did you enjoy it? Aye, I liked it. It was good. I, I found the tone quite like dark though. Aye. Um, after a while, it was a bit kind of like that's just you know I mean it was quite it was quite like it felt I felt like bogged down by the darkness in the game. Aye. Um, but then. I do want to give the DLC a go just because the gameplay was pretty cool. Have you heard about the DLC? No, I don't know anything about it at all. Aye, so, I mean, well, I don't know that much about it either. To be fair, you were saying there was two DLCs. I didn't even know there was two, but I know that, see, one of them, it's Alan Wake DLC because cause it's Remedy that make it and they made Alan no, Wake. Alan Wake was amazing. Aye, well, basically, I'm, I'm going to sound like a complete cunt here because I bet this is wrong, but from what I understand, they basically sort of made it so that Control and Alan Wake are in the same universe. And so one of the DLCs basically ties into Alan Wake, which sounds fucking awesome. (laughs) Like, that sounds really good. So I want to play that as well. Like I say, I did play, I played the the main game when it first came out and I I thought it was brilliant. There was a few of the bosses that were right fucking hard though. I know. But Mm. uh, Some bits were sold. Aye. There was this, I can't even remember his name, it was Mr. Something. I swear to God, I could have put my controller through the fucking TV at one point. Uh-huh. But I did, I ended up getting the Platinum, uh, and I, I loved it, but it was one of those things where, like, I don't know if you're the same, I've never really spoke to you about this, but like, a game comes out, and you play it, and then eight months later, DLC comes out, and you're like, I'm, I'm done with that, I, I finished the game months ago, oh, fuck it, I'm not going back to it now. I know, I'm the same. Like, I, I loved Horizon Zero Dawn, right? And they brought out the, I think it was called Frozen Wilds, I've never played that. Because What's a DLC for that? Aye, well? and it's like 20 hours long or something. It's meant to be amazing. Oh, man. But, I didn't even know that. Aye, but I just... It, it came out like a year after, and I was just like, ah, I can't even remember the buttons. Like, I, I can't, know, that's the thing. You know what I mean, I'm just like, I'd need to play the whole fucking game again. Like, it, it's, it's, it's almost like a double-edged sword, because see if they brought out the DLC three weeks after the game, you'd be sitting going... Like, yeah, dicks, you fucking cut yeah, that out of the you game. Had that ready. And, I, and now I'm fucking having to pay for it. But at the same yeah. point, when it comes out a year later, I don't care anymore. I know. So You've moved on. It's difficult, isn't it? I, I take it you're not playing Concrete Genie, no? No, I was going to ask, like, what it. Because I've downloaded it. Well, not downloaded it, but I put it in my library today aye. from PlayStation Plus. But I've no idea what it's about. It's interesting. It's I can't even remember the name of the team that made it, but it's a PlayStation exclusive. And it's like a platformer, but it's all about like being artistic as well so I, I can't even remember the tone of the game I played I only played a little bit of it but you basically like you, put, you paint on the walls and so you've got all these sort of like creation tools where you can like uh, basically graffiti on walls and then the graffiti comes to life and you use that to sort of unlock different areas and stuff like that I think it might have an under a sort of undertone of like bullying but I never played enough of it really to know but it is cool it's, it's one that's worth checking out like it looks fucking awesome see when you when you load it up and you get uh, you do all the kind of graffiti and stuff like that. Like it's a really visually good looking game. Uh, Worth checking out. It's free anyway as well. So. Okay, so the developers of Rocket League announced plans to hold a special week-long event to commemorate the Super Bowl. So the event started today, when the day we're recording, which is Tuesday, and runs all the way to February 8th. And the new game mode, you sort of touch the ball 
and then that attaches to your roof. I played a wee bit of it this afternoon when it when it did launch. So if any player touches the ball, that player then becomes the ball carrier, setting up the opportunity for like handoffs to teammates or steals by the other team. And if you score with the ball attached to your vehicle, then you get like seven points, I think it is, and then a goal with the ball loose is worth three points. So it's a nice twist on the original Rocket League, if you're into that. Okay, I think we should call I mean it's not football, you need to call it by its proper name, which is hand egg. What? Well, football is what you play with a ball at your foot. So American football <laughs> is hand egg. I know we've got some American listeners who will be raging at that. I'm just speaking facts, right? I, I've got nothing against the NFL. It's hand egg. Where did the name soccer come from? Americans that wanted to steal football. Really? I don't even know if that's true, but I'm, that's that's what I'm know. saying. Yeah, but why? Like, I don't know. Just why is it called soccer? What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. I really Do they don't. not call it? I don't know. It's not just America they call it soccer, I don't know. No, South America and stuff like that as well. South America, yeah. I, I mean, we're probably talking at our arse, but I mean, if you really think about it, it's fucking hand egg. And I, mean, it, it, I mean, I'm not going to... It's not a ball for a start. I mean... Football was invented in Scotland, wasn't it? Surely. <laughs> Golf was invented in Scotland. Uh, it's football, I think. I'm pretty sure we've done a lot of stuff because we invented the paracetamol. Wheel. The wheel. Paracetamol. Yeah, as, as our school topic last week. Electricity? Or the light bulb? No, there's a guy who uh-huh. the light bulb, identified forensic fingerprinting. He was Scottish. We're, pre- hey, we're pretty good. And see, to think about it, this podcast... this was accidental. <laughs> this paracetamol was accidental. And to, think, and to think this podcast is Scotland's best export, mm-hmm. considering all we've done. Fuck's sake. I mean, what an honour. <laughs> what an honour. But I know, that's, see, to be honest, like Rocket League... It's another game, obviously, a bit like Destruction All-Stars, mm. except you're not smashing the cars apart. Like, what I played you, do ha- you do have to smash into people more in this one, though, because nah, you're trying true. to get the ball off them. Like, what I played of it, I did enjoy. Like, I, I, I liked it. Like, I maybe go back to it at some point. It does sound like a good twist, like, on the game, so I maybe go back to it at some point. It sounds quite cool, but it's only available for, like, eight days or something like that. Yeah, it's what a shame. I mean, I know Psionics have got more money than they can print, but why make a game mode and then make it available for eight days? Mm. It's a fucking it, it waste, create, isn't it? it creates buzz and it creates uh, like a need for people to play it because it's That's only available true. for a time limited. And then no doubt they'll bring it back when the NFL season begins next year. see how year. popular Aye. it is. And people will go, oh, well, we really loved that game mode. Aye, going to bring and they'll it back. go, well, maybe, maybe we'll bring it back. You know what I mean? Give you a wee tickle, two quid. Ah, exactly. Aye. Okay, so next on our news item list. Halo Infinite is apparently coming together well, finally. In the latest Inside Infinite report, lead sandbox designer Quinn Del Hoyle, I believe you say it, said all of our launch content is in-game and being played daily, but it takes a strong effort to get something from 90% to 100%. So we are pushing hard to squash bugs and tune our toys so that they're in a good spot as we get closer and closer to launch. Yeah, um, I mean, it remains to be seen. I don't know. Like this, this whole Halo thing seems like a fucking mess. Like when they showed it off at that Xbox event, it, it was in some state. And since then, you've had people leaving the studio. There's been stuff coming out about further delays and stuff like that. Like, I mean, maybe it is in a good state. I hope it is. Halo's not really my bag. Like, I've, I've never... always liked the Halo games. Have you? Aye. Yeah. I've yeah. always played them. What, what, do you, what do you think about this one then, Jink? It's going to. See, to be fair, it's not as if any of them have been bad. So it'll probably no, they're come good, together. They're good, they're good games. And I thought the stories have always been quite decent. 
Ah, that's probably what you'd have played it for. Would be the, the single player content. Aye? Oh, I didn't. I didn't play online. Oh, to be honest with you, I gave it a go, obviously. Aye. But I mean, I play. I like story driven games. I'm the same. So, like Halo, is quite story driven, like mm-hmm. the story mode, and it's like it's acted and voiced quite well, and it's the kind of cinematography or the directing of it's it's all done really good. It's yeah. like, it's like high value. You know what I mean? It's a triple A game, obviously, and just the shooting is solid. Aye. You know what I mean? So you can just like the feel of it is ah. you can tell when you're playing a shooting game and it's just it's it's like a bog standard shooter, you know Aye. what I mean? Like I tried to play that um Players Unknown Battlegrounds. Right. Like an online shooter. Aye, aye. And it just felt kinda to me it felt kinda cheap. Aye. It's then, like see when you play a Call of Duty, you know you're playing Call of Duty. Exactly. It's just, it's just fucking smooth. smooth and Halo's the same. Aye. You know, and Halo is the same. But I imagine this will be an Xbox exclusive game. Oh, aye, aye, aye. So, I've, I mean, at some point, I suppose, every Xbox, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, I've, I said this before, I wouldn't be surprised if every Xbox game ends up coming to PlayStation, like an app or something. Because Halo's always been an exclusive, isn't it? Oh, aye, it's always going to be exclusive, but like, I mean, they could basically bring Game Pass to everything, and in mm. which case you would get it. But, I mean, I think this one's going to be, this one's sort of supposed to be like open world. And I think it's supposed, to, it's got like launch content, but then they're adding stuff after. So I don't know if that's mm. going to like affect the story or something like that. Like, see if it's a case of, like, it's on. I don't it's know. It's focused. Aye, it seemed. I mean, I, again, I, I I haven't followed it that closely just because it's not my type of thing. But I I don't know. I get kind of like Destiny vibes from it, as if they're sort of going for that kind of market. Which, yeah. aye, it's not got that much story in it. Which I the two hours are basically we're in it for a good story. So we'll see how it goes. But I hopefully it is. Hopefully it's doing well. Hopefully they're on the right track. Okay, so Tomb Raider studio Crystal Dynamics has released a new video that not only detailed the beginning of the plans to celebrate the series' 25th anniversary, but also gave fans an idea of what to expect from the future of the series. They spoke how in future games they plan to tie together the recent Origin trilogy with the older games, which they admitted will be a challenge. They also spoke about a year-long community celebration, highlighting things like cosplay, fan art, interviews and more. A different game will be featured each month starting in February with the original 1996 Tomb Raider. Gosh, that makes me feel old. I know, I was going to say, 96, (laughs) that's crazy. I I remember you buying it for the PlayStation and and me just kind of watching you play it. Aye. It's mental, isn't it? With the dinosaur, mind the Uh T-Rex and stuff. like, And you're you're jumping backwards with your two guns going... Aye. That's honestly, like, see that that scene with the dinosaur when the T-Rex comes out? The third level in the first Tomb Raider, and that to this day is one of my most memorable moments in gaming. Yeah, it was just so unexpected. Uh huh. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> just came out of nowhere. And it was right, I mean, I, it was right in the sort of like, I think Jurassic Park 2 would just stick him out and stuff like that. I, it was fucking mad. That was great. But you, yeah, you tell you, you've got some cheek that makes you feel old. The two of us are fucking five years older than you, yeah. right? I know. Don't make us inhale just, your youth. I'm just trying to think, like, when I played it because I would have been six years old when it came out so maybe you played it then it was just a case of poor parent <laughs> I can't remember I know it was on PC rather than any other device but oh so you're a PC master race fud what do you mean well that's if you're playing PC you have the PC master race you're playing it at, at higher spec than everyone else were you <laughs> listen over here what, have I, what am I about to marry here Ridiculous. 
I was uh, we mentioned the Tomb Raider though, Andy. Do you remember at the time when the first Tomb Raider came out and the, all the magazines and stuff like that were like had a whole thing about how if you did a certain fucking jump and stuff like that, you could make Lara naked. Do you oh, remember yeah. that? Yeah. Hours I spent. <laughs> 11, 11 years old. But man, like, Going through look, puberty. I know. Hours, if I jump in for this angle, she'll be naked. See if she was naked. How could you have told? The I graphics were fucking her, her awful. Boob, her boobs were literally like three polygons. I know. You know what I mean? Just like a pyramid. <laughs> fucking cones. But honestly, I remember, like, I vividly, it must have been one of, I don't know if magazines like were suckered into it or if they were part of the joke but I remember having a magazine and it was like oh if you go into Lara's because remember you could go around Lara's house right. and do like an assault course yep. by the way that is amazing why that hasn't been in any of the new Tomb Raider games I know. oh there was a there, aye, aye, there was a bit in one of them but I mean that should be in every Tomb Raider game I'd buy that as a separate game but I see so you went to the swimming pool and it was apparently like you did some sort of like up, down, left, right, A, B, C, start, and then dived into the pool, and apparently she'd come back out naked. Fuck me, honestly, hours wasted. But then there was, there was pictures of her, like, lying on her stomach with a towel just wrapped around her butt, and she was topless, but she was obviously lying on her boobs on the ground. Aye. And then there was, like, candles running about her. Aye, they definitely like, sexualised the fuck out of it, didn't they? Is that from the game, or have they, have they just made that up to kind of, like, fuel the rumour? You know what I mean? And, and oh, it was definitely it, some sort of internal joke based it on... It kind of drove you mental as a wee kid, but aye. the fact that you look back now and you, you it's just like a blur. Oh, I mean, There's nothing you would see, you know No, what I mean? absolutely nothing. But you probably spent hours trying to oh, I did. unlock it. I did spend hours. The thing I spent hours trying to do, and I don't know why oh, it was go. novel, but putting the getting the butler in the freezer. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. I don't know why it was fun, but it was. Aye, it was a lot of fun. It was annoying though, because I mean, I remember one time putting them in the freezer and then leaving the game on, not long enough for them to melt, but (laughs) putting it on and then coming back like two hours later and I was hoping like he'd be frozen and stuff like that, but he was always just the same one. He just fucking stumbled out like nothing had happened. Yeah, I don't know if there's enough memory for to do anything else. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. What do you think your favourite Tomb Raider game is? Um, long pause, long pause. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? See, my favourite, sort of looking back with the rose tinted glasses on, it's Tomb Raider 2. Because, Venice. Aye. Yeah. Because I'll see when that, that came out and you got to go about Venice and it was like the water and you're walking along. It just, at the time, it looked fucking amazing. Aye, at the time, it was. Aye, it was amazing. But like, it's hard to say favourite Tomb Raider game because if I say it's Tomb Raider 2, and then tomorrow someone was like, ah, here's your favourite Tomb Raider game, mate, now sit and play it. I'd cry, because I could not play Tomb Raider 2 right now, you know what I mean? Things have came too far. Like, it's probably the second worst Tomb Raider game now, just by proxy. Aye, but, but from nostalgia's sake, aye, you know that you enjoyed it aye, when it was relevant. Aye, that Venice stuff was just so fucking mm. cool. Also, I remember, like, I don't remember the exact circumstances. I think my mum let me stay off school for the day when we got it. Really? Aye, and I've got good memories of that because I was like playing it and the whole time I'm just giggling to myself about how I should be at school. As I'm pretty sure. If there are any under 18s listening, we would not advocate skipping school, thank you. I turned out fine. <laughs> I'm gaming. <laughs> Everyone can attest that I turned out fine. <laughs> to be fair, they're not even at school just now anyway, are they? So. Nobody's at school. <laughs> I was just ahead of my time. 
So given they didn't talk about any like remasters, does this mean that they won't mark the 25th anniversary with some of the old games? Fucking seems like it, doesn't it? Yeah. Ah, it doesn't seem as if they're going to no. do anything. They had to say something by now. Yeah. It's not like they're going to turn around tomorrow and announce a fucking full remaster of Tomb Raider 2. Although, that would be amazing. <laughs> at some point, it'll happen, won't it? They'll do it at some point. Everything gets done at some point. We just need to be patient. Maybe we should start a GoFundMe. Or a change.org thing. After we, once we topple dominoes, maybe we'll, we'll take a look at Crystal Dynamics. No, one thing at a time. Eh? Aye. So, Returnal, the upcoming PlayStation 5 exclusive by House Marquee, has been delayed to April 30th. It was initially supposed to release on March 16th. I feel like this is becoming a recurring news topic, isn't it? Another game has been delayed. Yeah, it's getting quite annoying, actually, isn't it? I mean, I don't have a PS5 yet anyway, <laughs> so it's not really a big thing. can delay away, can't they? <laughs> I mean, not unless I want to spend like, three times the amount for a PS5, which is ridiculous. But it does seem to be a theme. I mean, it's been a theme for a while where like, either games will get delayed or... I mean, I think it's better they get they just say, honestly, it's getting delayed to make it better rather than what they do a lot of times is just release them and... I will patch it later. Patch it. Aye. Because they can these days. Aye, it's annoying. You couldn't do that in the past with a SNES. Imagine, releasing, a SNES, imagine releasing Mario Aye. and it, you couldn't get halfway through it because it was broken. People Aye. would... People would raging aye it's brutal you'd have to return it and then they'd have to reissue it all again remember they did that with was it No Mercy oh, or was it uh, aye it was either WWE 2000 or No Mercy I never had it was you I played that game at your house oh it was like, amazing aye it was brilliant uh, but, Wrestlemania 2000 then it was No Mercy aye but remember there was there was one of those two games and you got to a certain point in like the career mode or something like that and it broke oh I can't remember and so you had to like I just remember loving those games. Oh, it was brilliant. You had to take the, the cartridge back in and then they would fucking switch it over oh, or I something. Think you're my, I think you're Aye, there was, there was something weird about it. But that's the fucking lens they had to go to oh, back yeah. then. Whereas now, whereas now you've got like CD Projekt Red, like, oh, just fucking pop Cyberpunk out, we'll fix it in the next year, fuck them, get it up them. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. Which is annoying because see when, obviously they made The Witcher as well. Aye. And I know, I don't think you've played The Witcher no. 3. Wild Hunt, but it's absolutely amazing. It's I've an amazing that. game. I have heard that. I mean, even if you don't, I don't really particularly like the setting. Like, see that kind of fantasy kind of setting. Aye, that's what's, setting. Put, that's what's put me off. That that would usually put me off, right? But I, I played it because I just kept on hearing good things about it. Mm-hmm. And then I played it, and it is an absolutely amazing game. The story, like, you get to do all these dialogue stuff, Aye. the fighting, the magic parts. It's, it's like the, the bosses and stuff are epic. You know what I mean? Everything about it is just like pretty cool. But there was no... I don't remember there any issues with that game at all. No, nah, I, mean, I released, don't know. They released it and it was just like... It was just a bit perfect. There was no bugs in it. But now all you hear about this uh, cyberpunk is like everything's lagging. The, the frame rate drops. Um, you're dropping through the floors and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Aye. People walking through walls and cars and shit like that. I was, I was really lucky with cyberpunk. Like, I mean... Like I say, I never, I never played The Witcher, so I never like had that sort of hype for CD Projekt Red. But like, I can see it now from Cyberpunk because it's fucking brilliant. But the, 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 the state developer. it was fucking released in is absolutely mm-hmm. ridiculous. And I like, I'm, I'm glad certainly that they're not doing that with Returnal. But I mean, 
even the month and a half delay or whatever it is, I mean, it's coming out at 70 quid. Like, yeah. who's buying that? Like, And I hope it, I almost hope it doesn't do well because then it gives other studios an incentive to go, well, if that's selling at 70 quid, then we'll sell ours. And then they start putting the prices up like they, do, like they did with PS3 to PS4. Because uh, maybe it used to be like 30, 35 pound for PS3 games. Then it shot up uh, to like 50, 60 pound. Uh, and now we're maybe going up to like 70, 80 potentially because uh, it's an, another generation. I don't see why, because it's a new console, the games are dearer. Uh, what, what's the difference? I mean, they are, they're, they're costing more to make, so there is that, but then the margins are bigger as well. Like, I always think, it's funny, like, I hear in different podcasts and stuff like that, and they turn around and they say, I will games haven't went up in price throughout the whole PlayStation 3 slash PlayStation 4 era, and that might be the case in America, but like you say, they have over here, because, like, we were getting games at, like, 35 quid, and then in PlayStation 4 you were talking 45, 50, 60 if you went digital, mm-hmm. now you're talking 70... And, like, see, the thing is, I don't mind, like, see the likes of, I don't know, see if GTA 6 came out six months from now. I don't mind paying 70 quid for that because you know it's going to be a fucking massive, massive game that's cost a billion quid or whatever to make. I'm Fair spent, enough. I've probably spent, like, five years making it. So Aye. The fact that you're paying £70 pound for something that was eh, been made for five years or something. Aye. It's like, all right in my book. I, I want them to sort of, like explore the price structure so like yeah fair enough games can be 70 quid but games but then some are 60 some are 50 some are 40 some are 30 some are 20 some are yeah. 30, and it's they're priced accordingly exactly. and I just can't imagine this return was worth 70 quid no I don't, I mean, I've seen some videos and it looks look decent but it doesn't look like a 70 it's not going to do well I mean we go back to see that Destruction All Stars like it's good but it was supposed to release day and date with the PlayStation 5 and it got delayed. Now, it obviously got delayed because it needed some polishing and stuff like that, but that was going to be a 70 quid game. Now, I've played that tonight. I enjoyed it. No, no. one would have paid 70 no. quid for that. No I'd, I'd have been annoyed if I'd paid 70 pound for that. Aye. See, see, what would have happened was if that had come out today for 70 quid, you'd have had a handful of folk that would have picked it up. They'd have been struggling to get an online game because there wasn't enough folk that had bought it and it would have died on its arse. But because it's PlayStation Plus everyone's downloading it, it's got a chance. And they can make it back. Like I mean, before I loaded it up, it was asking me if I wanted to buy coins for three quid or whatever. You'll get enough folk that will do that. They'll make money off it. They've also looked at the model of like the Fortnite and Fall Guys and if you yeah. do it, see if you how do it, well aye. they've... Got, they've as long as you do it right. Done, yeah. But anyway, I return though, I don't give it much hope, but I hope it does well. Housemark only release good games. I'm sure it will be good. I just, I don't think it's going to do well. So you're probably not going to like this one too much, Andy, but according to AMD's latest fiscal report, components needed to make both the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series consoles will be in short supply for the remainder of 2021. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know if you'll get your hands on it. A... I don't think I'm going to get one this year, but it looks like it. Nah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we're we're, we're going to have a hand, hand in the pulse. If we, if we manage to get a whole... If we manage to see any in stock at any point, I'm just going to buy it. And then if you need one, we'll give it to you, if not then there's, there's so many people that are wanting one, you know what I mean? Like, by the time, see if I saw one in stock, by the time I text you and tell you, it would be gone. Mm. So I'm as well, if I see that, buying it. And then if you've been on it at the same time and you've bought it, then, like, you know what I mean? There was yeah. people, there's so many people at Christmas, like one of our friend's sons didn't get one for his Christmas mm. because he just couldn't get one. Like, it's... I just wish brutal. there was, I don't know, a fairer system, but I just don't know what that looks like. Like, you almost want, like, a... 
a waiting list or something that something tangible. Uh huh. Well, and like these scalpers been able to just somehow manipulate the websites and buy all the stock that ever becomes available, it's which ridiculous. isn't a lot anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's so weird. This this generation is so weird. The fact that they've they've both got new consoles out, but nobody can get them. Nah. It's just that seems strange as hell to me. It's cause of COVID. Like AMD just can't make the chips. They just can't. I mean, granted, see the thing is as well. It's it's almost like it seems stupid to say a perfect storm because it's like a, the opposite of a perfect storm. But it's basically like one, they could AMD couldn't make enough chips for the consoles, but also lockdown bred a whole new fucking section of gamers. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many people that even we know that had never touched a computer game in their life, but then we went into lockdown and they were like. I've got fucking nothing to do. So they went and bought a Switch or they went and bought a second-hand PlayStation and now now they're a gamer. So they'd all have been in the market for a PlayStation 5 and an Xbox. Did you not say Animal Crossing again this week is still the highest grossing It's I Animal Crossing this week was the number one selling game. And Nintendo don't even fucking count digital sales. Something like 30 million or something like that. Oh, it sold more than any PlayStation exclusive I mean, ever. You, you both play it as well, don't you? Yeah, we, we did have a, a near death in the family with the... the Aye, when I strangled our son for <laughs> fucking breaking the switch. Dropped <laughs> it down the fucking stairs. <laughs> it's, bad. it's funny to laugh when somebody basically punts 200 quid down the stairs. Or that. When you see when you sent the picture... Instantly, I was raging, and then I felt bad because I knew how upset he would be. Mm. Like, is, oh, is he was howling, absolutely howling. He'd, be, he'd realized, you know, straight away that, you know, the gravity of what had just happened. Um, thankfully, it works. You know, hooked up to the TV without the Joy Cons, but still, like, <laughs> aye. If that, I didn't see. Imagine, can you imagine if I'd done that when I was wee? Mm. I know. I mean, my mum would have dragged me up the stairs and punted me down, wouldn't she? Oh, your mum would have killed you. <laughs> She would have killed. She would have killed. No, I think I think sometimes how how lucky Nathan is because like I just sort of came home and gave him a hug and told him it was all right. Like I should have literally strangled him and then made him go door to door washing cars until he'd raised two hundred pound to buy me a new one. But I will get there eventually. Living well now. He's he's saving his pocket money up to buy a new Joy-Con, so he does. That's a plan. I don't know. Where does he get pocket money wise? She's got some weird system where he gets coins, and if he gets a hundred coins, he gets a pound. Basically, it's slave labour. But he's he got to do stuff for it. Oh, aye. Right. Oh, she's got him doing all sorts, and it, and every every sort of week he gets a hundred coins, which gets him a pound. But he's so small that he doesn't know that he's getting a shit deal. So she's like basically milking him. Like if somebody reports you. When they listen to this podcast, you could be in the jail. I'm trying to promote positive behaviour. Right. Pay my fucking average hourly wage then. <laughs> oh, working wage. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's move on then. What have we got now? Our pick of the week. So yeah, I think we've touched on it already, but I think our recommendation to you guys for this week is Destruction All-Stars. Obviously it is only on PS5. Yeah, but it's it's the biggest game that's coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Like the other stuff that's in PlayStation Plus is games that I mean you could say Control Ultimate Edition, but Control's been out since twenty nineteen, so don't really want to give it pick of the week. Medium was last week. There's doesn't there is a few games coming out this week, but nothing of substantial note. You've also got uh, if you're in the sort of 
market for it. There's a updated version of God of War. It's just a patch, but you've got like a 60 FPS 4K patch coming out for God of War. They're doing the same for The Division on PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series S and X. So, I mean, these are all things that could be the pick of the week, but um, I think we'll go with a, a game that is releasing this week. We'll try and do that unless there is something, unless there's, there's not something that's any good, in which case we'd then look at something that's on sale or something like that. But I think Destruction All Stars looks like a fairly good, fairly good shout. Everyone, I think there'll be a lot of people jumping on it as well, so I think it's going to be a popular game over the next week. Okay, and as always, we've got a few questions. If you would like to ask us anything, give us some feedback, please do email us at puredeadgaming at gmail.com. This week, Amy wrote in and said, what made you all want to start a podcast? I'll throw that one to you, Craig, because you're probably the... Just a love of talking about video games, really. I mean, I think me and you, Andy, we'd spoke about doing some sort of podcast for years, but it's just... You become an adult and it's finding the time and then you've got to sort of go, right, we're going to do this day every week. And it's it's a commitment, you know what I mean? And it's fun to talk about games anyway. I love games, always have loved games. Aye. I've always been a gamer. Aye, me too. Whereas I've been a wrestling fan, I've not been a wrestling fan for years <laughs> and now I'm kind of a wrestling fan again. But like for Aye. ever since I can remember being able to have the dexterity to do it, I've been a gamer. Uh, I mean, I'm, the, I'm the same actually it's funny you say that like I like I've got a lot of hobbies but I sort of dip not dip in and out of them but I go through sort of different stages of being more involved with them and then taking a step back because I've maybe just had enough for a wee bit and stuff like that but gaming's a kind of constant exactly it's but always I, there I, I think it's because of the wide range like with gaming like if I want to play some football, I can play football. If I want to shoot things, I can shoot things. If I want to drive, I can drive. If I want a good story, I can get a good story. Like yeah, It's got so much range that yeah. it's just... I you, don't should, know. you shouldn't be bored in this day and age. You've got no excuse oh, to you get, be bored. You get absolutely raging if anyone ever says they're bored, don't you? Aye. <laughs> there, was, there was a couple of weeks ago, I think, something like that. We were, I can't remember for. Maybe I was at work or something like that, but I remember a time recently when someone mentioned the word, oh, I'm bored, and I just drew them a look, as if, <laughs> fucking stab you, I swear to God. <laughs> like, I, I literally, I mean, some people know this about me, I literally sleep four or five hours a day, and that's just because I've got so much stuff that I want to do yeah, I that I try and squeeze it into, like, sleeping's almost an inconvenience that gets in the way. I know. But that's if why... You, if you could take a pill that would like make you not have any effects of not sleeping. Oh, we've spoken about this before. Yeah, we need yeah. the Sims Rejuvenation Chamber. Do you yeah, remember that? I don't remember that because I don't play Sims, but it sounds like a good thing. <laughs> it was basically you went in the shower and it put all your health bars up to full. I would want that. That's Aye, That sounds pretty good. <laughs> basically, just go for a shower. <laughs> go for a shower in the morning and you're like... Ah, that'd be, that'd be amazing fresh. but I so that that was really the sort of impetus behind us starting a podcast just fun and entertainment hopefully we can bring some entertainment to the people out there and if we can't fuck you all <laughs> okay thank you and Gary wrote into said if you could play one game that's scheduled for 2021 right now what would it be I'll let you test one first Andy you get in in particular mm. Probably Deathloop, to be honest with you. I'm really, really interested in that. Looks oh, no, cool. wait, no. I, I really like the look of Deathloop, but 
Um, what's the one you were saying that's forbidden waste? What's that? Horizon. Don't Horizon. Don't. Aye, Horizon. For, uh, aye, Horizon. Horizon forbidden waste. Aye, that that. Looks good, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> Looks really fucking I mean, even, good. Even if they don't do a lot with like the combat, because the combat was awesome anyway. Aye, aye. But surely they're going to do new stuff. Yeah. So the fact that it's going to be new mechanics and new enemies and aye. new stuff like that and just a new world. Even, even if it was to come out and it was just a new world with a, a new story, like I'd be all about it. Because like, it was so awesome. Fucking so good. Just to, I mean, it was so like kind of like the, the mystery of like, when you looked up and you could see that like the draw distance is obviously miles, and you could see all these big technical machine things on uh-huh. the, the mountains, and you're like, "What the fuck's going on here in this game? Aye. What is what is that? You know what I mean?" The way and the then, story revealed as and well. Then it starts opening up, and Aye. then you start seeing all these big mechanics. And the first time you see that massive tank mechanic, thing, Aye, and the, you're just like, "This is the tall." I can't even remember the name of them now. The no, tall. the tall necks are like kind of like the watchtowers Aye, in Assassin's Aye. Creed. This, the other one I'm talking about is like it's a big massive tank kind of looking oh right okay and it's just like it's so big it's unreal but the fact that like you kind of have to like pull bits of armour off and make Aye. it so that, that mechanic was just awesome you know I, mean, I thought that was really really cool I just I, that, that came for me Aye. I think it's it's going to be fucking brilliant I can't wait for that uh, that would definitely be near the top of mine. Despite having seen this question before we started, I never actually had a proper think about it. Uh, you've kind of sold me on Forbidden West. <laughs> Probably that. One other thing, like I, when see when it comes to like things like this, like your most anticipated game or even game of the year, like I refuse point blank to include the annualized sports games just because yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they're exempt. But like I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, I know we got a, a next-gen version of FIFA, but it's sort of just like an update, whereas I'm looking forward to the first proper next-gen FIFA. And this PES 2022 is going to be running on a completely new engine. Like they've, They're changing oh, cool. the engine for this year, so that's really interesting because mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be... like Obviously, you know it's like the games that... It, like, I, I always, I, I mean, don't we know, me, me and you, we need the new game every year because, yeah. like, people say it's just roster updates. It's not. You play the new version and then you try and play the old version and you fucking notice it. If you're, if you're in football minded at all, yeah, you can't go back. Ah. Ah, you can't go back. But, um, I, the fact that PES 2022 is going to be a new engine. It, it feels like new possibilities, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, will it be completely different? How will it be? So I'm, I'm really interested in that, but I wouldn't put it... Like, I just refuse to put annualised sports games in my, my top of the list. So I, yeah. it, it w- for me, it would be, like, the likes of Deathloop, uh, Horizon. I mean, you could say God of War, but I don't think that's coming out this year. They've said it's 2021, oh, but all they've shown is a fucking logo. There's no mm-hmm. way. Plus, the fact that they've got Horizon coming out in the fall, why would they release God of War as well? I don't, I don't think it'll be out this year. Nah. You I, I almost don't want it to come out because I want it to be amazing. Aye. Because the first one was one of the best games I've ever played. Aye. The the combat and the story and like the, and everything just seems so solid. Like the way it looked. I, st- I, mean? I still need to finish it. Oh, it's amazing. I know, amazing I know. Everyone, honestly, everyone, I always make a joke about how it's an 8 out of 10 game, but it's, it's not an 8 out of 10 game. But I just basically, I, I was so set where, like, I'm used to God of War games being like 10 hours, so I played 10 hours of this. And then I was talking to somebody online and they're like, oh, you're not even halfway through. And I was like, fuck. It's a massive game. I was Aye. surprised at how big it was. Like, I kept on going to new parts and I was like, Christ, Aye. this is another, another bit. 
Aye. But like, I was loving it, man. I, I thought it was. Like... I, see, the thing is, I did love what I played. I just I got sidetracked, and I just I felt like I'd had my fill at the time. But I'm going to go back. I I, I said that I'm going to go back to oh, some point again because I've only played through it once. Aye. So the fact that it's been like what a year or two now, maybe. You probably play it again out. before the new one comes out. Aye. I, I would definitely play it again. Aye. Well, I, I think you'll have time because I mean, it just see even if it was ready for say October. Why would you... I mean, that's round about when Horizon's going to come out. What would be the fucking sense in putting the two of them out? I know they did it last year with uh, The Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, but ideally you want to space this stuff out. So even if it, if I was Sony, even if it was ready by October, I'd hold it to February, March, would and still bring really, it out Would you time. still release it with the fact that most folk can't get a console now anyway? Well, the likes are... I mean, they've not confirmed it. I don't... Have they confirmed it for Horizon? I'm pretty sure they've confirmed Horizons PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. Right. And they sort of alluded to the fact that God of War might be, but they've not said yet. But see, as long as people can't get PlayStation 5s in their hands, they're going to release these games on PlayStation 4 as well because they don't want to be losing out in the sales. Yeah. Aye, definitely. Yeah, so Chris also wrote in and said his choice for a proper PS2 remaster would be Mercenaries or Gently Rise to Honor. It would be Mercenaries <laughs> or Jet Lee Rise to Honor, which I don't think I played either of those games. That I was played a... Mercenaries. It was a brilliant game. Was it really, really good? I aye. mean, if you played it now, it would be shit. Obviously. Aye, aye. But I remember that being an awesome game. Right, because this is basically we got a question last week uh, saying what would what PlayStation Two game would we like to see remastered? <laughs> so I chose. I think it was San Andreas, and you chose <laughs> Vice City. So it was it was Chris had emailed us and said those would be his choices. What, what if you could get a PlayStation Two game fully remastered? Oh, put you in the spot. Metal Gear all the way. Mm. Metal Gear Solid Two. I mean, Metal I'm, Gear Solid you know, I'm, I love Metal Gear. Aye, it did, it's a wacky, strange game. Look, oh, like the storyline is just like obviously oh, it's, it's mental. It's went crazy. Aye. I mean, if you tried to look at a, a, even a YouTube. Clip of the timeline. Aye. Even though people have spent probably hours and hours like, putting it together, you'll still be confused. Oh, Kojima does a lot of drugs. Aye. But the games, there's just something about the, the Soul Snake character, and it's more the it's more the guy that does. See the guy that does the voice, David Hater. Uh-huh. Uh I mean, he's like a screenwriter. He wrote like X Men and stuff like that. Right. He's the he's the guy that wrote the first X Men film. I don't even know that. Um, but he does he does the voice for. I mean, it doesn't sound like that, obviously. Aye. Sounds normal, but he puts that gruff voice on it. Just that voice, there's something about it that Aye. I just love. And the, the character, there's something about the character that just resonates with me. And I absolutely love it. And I was absolutely heartbroken when they brought out the new one and they fucking replaced him with Keith Sutherland. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Whisperer. <laughs> and he's got like, and I'm not even joking, he's got like maybe, because Metal Gear's known has been a game, even the first game that came out in the PS1, Mm. It's like nine hours long, aye. and it's like four hours of cutscenes. Oh god, aye. but it's still an amazing game. Aye. But the the new the newest game that came out uh, on the PS4, I think it's got like twenty five minutes of dialogue from Keith Sutherland. That's it. There's hardly really? any cutscenes. It's not a Metal Gear game for me. I mean, the gameplay is awesome. I, I, the gameplay was good. I, I, from what I played of it, I never finished it, but I loved, aye. I loved the like openness of it and stuff like that, that and like cool. the, the stealth. Like it was really good. It's but funny actually. Seeing you're saying with PlayStation Two, like if I could get a PlayStation One game remastered, Metal Gear One, 
But they did, they did remaster that though. Aye, but like I'm talking. I know. Aye, like they, a 4K they, fucking. Because they've done it in the GameCube. In the aye, that's Twin right. Snakes. Aye, yeah. And I was I was creaming myself when they announced it. Aye, absolutely creaming myself. What a game! Because they brought because they because it the second one was out at mm-hmm. that point, and obviously the second one had different mechanics that like you could aye. hang off the edge of stuff. Yeah, and they brought all that into. The first one. Right. Which I don't think I've played Twin Snakes. Ah, it's tw- well, you probably didn't have a GameCube, did you? You never had a GameCube. I think I bought, I, I think I didn't own one, but I sort of wanted one, and I'm sure I bought like an old girlfriend one mm. for like her birthday or something like that, and was like, I'll just keep a hold of this, and she was like, no, no, I want it. And I was like, damn it, I never got a shot of it. I remember things before having a mortgage and being an adult <laughs> where I literally every console that came out I bought. Aye. You know what I mean? I would I would have like so there would be Nintendo, Xbox and Playstation. Mm-hmm. Obviously back then they would all bring out well they still do they would bring out the next generation. I'd buy them all. Because I didn't want to miss out on any exclusive any game. games. Aye. Which isn't as much a thing anymore. Aye. It's only like a couple of games that you get exclusives. But back then you had a lot more and I didn't want to miss out on any game and so I, I just bought them all. I know, Metal Gear 1, man, that was... Like, I, I vividly remember this. When I first got Metal Gear 1, it was a pirated copy of it. I know, I was just about to say, because I remember it, uh, it had that weird sticker on it. Aye, because remember, at the, see, at first, you had to log into the, the right radio frequency... And the radio, and this was the this oh, was like the, right. the, it was on the, the back of the box. I, the first ever that I can remember anti piracy thing, right? Yeah. So I put this fucking game in. I'm like, oh, Metal Gear, this is gonna be great. Put it in, and it's like go to the frequency to contact fucking Aye, whoever. Did, to get ahead in the game at one point, and Aye. you had to like. No, this was right at the beginning. It was like go to this frequency, and I was like. Or, or it was near the beginning, and I'm like, ah, right? And it says, it came up and said, like, it's on the back of the box. And I yeah. was like, motherfucker. And I had to wait till the next day, fucking get a bus into the town, go into Electronic Boutique, and then fucking scan. In fact, my cousin walked in there. Because it, was the ma- it wasn't even the back, I think it was the back of the manual. Oh, right. And I had to get him to get me the manual, and it was like, I even, this might be wrong, right? But I think it was 141.85. Well, I think you might be right. Aye. We get we get people to check that out and, and, and write. <laughs> I this. think that might be right. And uh, I that's so, that some memory. There, there was there was there was just so much stuff for that game. Like see when you had to plug your controller oh, into port two. That was crazy. How he would read like your save files. Oh, I see you've been playing Tetris. <laughs> you know, <laughs> some of that. And then you're like, what the hell's going on here? And then Aye. you're like, you can, you can sense every move I'm going to do. Aye. It was eventually from a magazine that oh, I no, found I, out you had to plug it into Porto. No who would have ever tried no, that? I don't think anybody found that out themselves. No way. How are you going to think to go, what if I take that out there and put it in the second port? Maybe that'll work. Nobody thought to do that. And if they, if they say they did, they're fucking lying aye. It's not oh, aye that was the thing at school people like I, I, you discuss at school and there would always be that one wee dickhead that would be like yes I figured it out myself I thought at one point hmm I bet you can't I bet you can't understand what's happening on controller 2 did you fuck me nobody figured that out themselves no. and then later on in the game it was it came up with a thing and it was like telling you like do you remember it, it would come up and say I think you've been playing for too long and wow, the screen that, that would was, start Oh no, that was that game actually. Aye, and I, it started messing with my head. Oh no, that I was, was like, oh, I think, I think you should turn. I think you should turn the game off. 
And I'm like, it's uh, this fucking game talking uh, to me. The, the Colonel Campbell starts like just kind of like. Oh, was that Metal Gear 2? That was Metal Gear 2. That fucking freaked uh, me out, man. That messed with my head. As a wee 13 year old. And he starts just saying random stuff like scissors, 47, gobbledygook. And then you're like, what the fuck's going on? I, I, see, again, I think I was playing a pirated version and I thought there was an issue with the disc. <laughs> <laughs> thought I'd burned it too fast. <laughs> Anyway, that's enough shite. <laughs> okay, so if you have not yet entered our Little Nightmares 2 giveaway, it's still ongoing. Do not fret, there is still time. The entry deadline is the 9th of February at 5 o'clock, and if you'd like to enter, you need to email us the key phrase to puredeadgaming at gmail.com. And if you don't know the key phrase, then you'll have to go back and listen to episode 4 where it will be revealed. And while you're there, give us a subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. We will be releasing episodes on Thursdays. Yeah, that's pretty much us for this week. Yeah, thanks very much for joining us, Andy. You'll be here weekly from now on. I'll be here. Giving us your lucid sounds. Mm-hmm. Yep, thanks very much for watching. Uh, watching. Thanks very much for listening, everyone, and we'll catch you all next week. Cheers. Thanks, bye. The Pure Dead Gaming Podcast.